0: Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Papa Production. I'm your host there, Papa, coming at you with what's real. And for today's hot topic, we are going to be doing a final review on new movies and TV shows. So there will be no pop-up cushion because there is much to talk about and I just want to get straight into it. So without further ado, why don't we get into today's hot topic? Okay, guys. So for the past couple weeks, we have been continuing the conversation on new music, new movies, new TV shows, like binge watching shows, blah, 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 blah. Okay. So this is a final episode review on new movies and TV shows. Um, Not necessarily music because there's pretty much not any new music out so far yet so i just want to get straight into talking about new movies and a movie review so last week i went to go see the movie cruella and i have to say that's it's not one of my favorites but it's definitely 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 a good movie so i enjoyed it from the time that it started from the time that it ended i mean great storyline great plot twist i mean great everything about it especially 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 the fashion, can we just please talk about the fashion within the movie, throughout the entire movie, not necessarily in the beginning, but, like, right after, like, the movie starting, like, once it got towards the middle, like, it was just awesome, so I'm only gonna talk a little bit about it, because it's very, it's fairly new, so I'm gonna give people some time to, like, you know, watch it or catch up on it, but, um... I'm not gonna to spoil it too much. So I'm just gonna give a little quick background about the story, about the movie. So, um, pretty much, um, it's about this girl, Estella, who um has a dream about like, you know, being the like best fashion designer there is. And but in the beginning, her mother like dies, so to speak. And I'm not gonna exp- I'm not gonna say how she dies. I'm just gonna say that she grows up without a mother, and so um she's left defending for herself like half the rest of her life and so um with that being said later on in the movie there's like this fashion designer that she really looks up to she ends up scoring a job with that fashion designer becomes like her personal assistant pretty much to speak um and so on they just go back and forth with each other and that's pretty much all that i'm going to explain for like a background story because um i don't want to give away too much for those that have not seen it but the overall experience of the movie, I have to give it an A+. Plus because, like, it keeps you hooked on to the movie. It keeps you wanting more and more. And is it a movie that I would definitely rewatch again? Definitely. Is it a movie that I would binge watch and, like, you know, add it to, like, a comfort show kind of pile? Definitely. Is it a movie that I would watch The Past some Time? Definitely. Like, um, and I would definitely watch it because of the fashion. And, like, also, another thing about it, so... I guess I am going to be talking about music in this episode. But um, throughout the movie, they do play, like, um, music throughout it. And definitely, definitely, definitely is one of my like, favorites about certain movies, and I like movies that actually, like, get straight to the point, like, once it starts, and that's kind of how this movie was, which is also why I like it the most, because it got straight into the action, it got straight into the drama, it got straight into the purpose of what the movie's about, and that's what I like about movies, and that's what movies should really be about. It really shouldn't, like, drag on the attention of the audience for, like thirty to 40 minutes of the movie and then once you get like halfway towards the end then it wants to pick up the pace of getting like what the movie is about and catching on and just blah 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 but um the music throughout it um it was just awesome it was like pretty much like classic it was like rock kind of some pop music in there a little bit i'm not really sure what songs were in there but there definitely definitely is a spotify um playlist so um on just the movie itself so I would definitely go check that out if I were you guys so um that's just pretty much my intake on the movie Cruella I definitely think that it's it, I don't definitely think I know that it's on Disney Plus because it's a, it's a Disney movie so if you have Disney Plus I don't but if you have Disney Plus <laughs> go check it out um, I think it's on Hulu too so I'm not really too sure but I believe it's on Hulu I think I saw that but I'm not really sure So, um, that's just my little quick intake on the movie Cruella. Like I said, I don't want to speak too much on the movie because I don't want to spoil it for those that have not seen it. So moving on to TV shows. So I wanted to talk to you guys about some TV shows that are coming out with new seasons on Netflix. And there's like maybe like three or four shows that I know for sure that are coming out or that have at least... Announced that they're coming out with another season, and then I also want to talk about canceled canceled shows too in just a second. But I want to start with um, new shows that are coming out first. So for starters, um, Atypical um, is about this show where this guy named Sam he has autism, and it's about how this guy manages his life on the spectrum, with air quotation marks, so, sort of say, and um, it's definitely, definitely, definitely worth worth watching it gets straight into the point of like, you know, what the whole show is about. It has funny humor. It's not too dark. It's not too light. Um it's something to laugh about. And like you'll feel good about it because like you're not laughing at the guy having autism. You're just laughing at the jokes that he says because the jokes that he says is funny humor. So like it's not necessarily like you're laughing at an autistic kid for blunting out something that he doesn't know that he said but like He's aware of like, you know, what he's saying and stuff like that. But also the real actor who plays Sam actually has like mental health issues, which I thought that was pretty cool to attribute with his actual character so he could play his character role more better, which, which I thought that was pretty nice. Um, and also what I like about the show is, and someone else mentioned this when I was having a conversation about the show, um, they mentioned how they like that it doesn't just focus on that one character, like, it talks, like, it focuses on other people's lives in the character, so Sam, he has two parents and a sister, but Sam's actually older than his sister, but, like, his sister plays, like, the big role of, like, an actual, like, big sister, which is actually kind of nice. So it doesn't just focus on Sam and his autism and how he lives his life, but it also focuses on what the mom does throughout her day, what the dad does throughout his day, what the sister does, and what other characters within, with other characters without in sorry and it also focuses on other characters that are not family members which is also pretty cool too so that's a cool show to go check out atypical it's coming out with a fourth season i think in july so i could be wrong but it's definitely coming out with a fourth season so another show to watch is of course jenny and georgia that show is coming out with a season two um and I'm, I'm not sure when but like at the end of season one it definitely says that there will be a season two. Um, so I kind of talked about Jenny and Georgia to like maybe 3 episodes ago, 2 episodes ago, I'm not really sure, but I'll do it again. So Jenny and Georgia is pretty much about like this young town mother who moves into this brand new town and they're just pretty much trying to manage their life pretty much. Um right away Jenny like makes friends and Georgia definitely makes connections too. Um it's kind of hard to explain the show, but it's definitely definitely a good show to watch. Um it's like a kind of. It's kind of like a mother-daughter type moment because there are some drama scenes in there, um, with Jenny and Georgia going at each other, but um, I I really can't get in too deep with the show because I really don't know how to explain it that much. But moving on to um, Stranger Things. Now I know for sure if you don't know what Stranger Things is, then I feel sorry for you because it's such a good show. There's three seasons. A fourth one is coming pretty soon, and I'm not really sure when the fourth season is coming, but there's definitely is a fourth season coming, which is awesome, and Stranger Things is just, like, I don't even need to explain Stranger Things for itself. Stranger Things can explain itself. I mean, just by the title of it, Stranger Things, doesn't that just sound cool to watch? So, um, there's definitely a fourth season coming, and I'm also in a Stranger Things group on Facebook, which is also nice too, so I'm just gonna leave that there. But by the way, my favorite character of Stranger Things is number eleven. I just have to say, she looks like a mini Halsey, and I don't. I don't no one else has spoken up and said that, so I'm just gonna blurt that out there. Number eleven looks like Halsey, like a twelve year old version. So, um, moving on, I want to talk about Grey's Anatomy because I am still watching Grey's Anatomy from the beginning, and I and I am in season six. I know, it is taking me forever to, like, even catch up. Like, it's just taking me forever to watch the show. Now, I said this before to, like, a couple of people. I said that it's more quicker to watch the shows with commercials than it is to just watch it straight through because when you're watching it straight through, you're literally watching it from beginning to end with, like, no breaks unless you pause it. And so it gets super boring because you have to wait for it to get into the actual, like, show to get into the actual episode and to understand what's happening in this episode. And so I just feel like it's more quicker when you like record it the night before and watch it the next day so that you can skip through the commercials and get right to the show. Or when you're watching it the same day that it's coming out, as it's airing, it's more quicker to watch it with commercials. But Grey's Anatomy is getting ready to come out with another season, season 18 now. So um, let me talk a little bit about that. So I know... In my, like, Grey's Anatomy episode, I talked about how some people thought that they were going to cancel the show, or they weren't really, like, you know, knowing what's going to happen with the show. So, the rumors are true. They're not canceling the show. That's not the right rumor. The right rumor is, is that it's getting a season 18. Now, what's confusing to me, and I'm sure it's confusing for you guys and everybody else out in the world, is how are they going to make a whole nother season when mostly everyone is gone and everyone is dead off the show? Jackson just left, like, the last episode, maybe, of Grey's Anatomy season 17, and DeLuca died in the beginning of the first episode of season 17. So, who all is left? I mean, Alex has left, Um, O'Malley died, Callie moved to New York with her new girlfriend or wife, Arizona's gone, McDreamy is gone, like, all these other people are gone and it's just literally Meredith, Richard, and Dr. Bailey who are the original, original cast members. Christina's gone too, but I'm, I gotta I have to say I'm not a fan of Christina right now. She, well, let me rephrase that or let me back up. So right now, like season six, I'm okay with her because like right now she's having a complicated re- relationship with Owen. Oh, Owen is... He's still on there, um, but he's not, like, the original, original from, like, season one. But Owen is still on there. Teddy is still on there. And by the way, I did not realize that Teddy came in season six. I thought she was a newer character who just, like, really pisses me off because she really pisses me off. But as of right, like, right now, Teddy, like, from season six, Teddy, she, I like season six, Teddy, compared to season 17, Teddy. I don't know if anybody else out there feels like that, but that's how I feel. Season six Teddy, I like. Season 17 Teddy, I don't. But um back to Christina and Owen. So um season so season six with Christina, I I'm kind of starting to like her a little bit more because she's kind of not being the bitch right now. But in previous seasons, like after season five, four, three, two, one, I just did not like her at all. She was very competitive for surgery. She like has little manners for humans in saving their lives. She just all she cares about is just surgery, surgery, surgery. Not even like having any emotions at all, like the rest of the cast did. But um, She's starting to ease up a little bit in season six. So, and then when O'Malley died in like the, the last, in season five, carrying on to season six, I actually cried a little bit and I've never cried over a TV show ever and so it wasn't even the fact that he died. It was the fact that of Meredith's reaction when she found out who that person was. Because for those of you that have seen The Grey's Anatomy from the beginning, you already know what I'm talking about. But for you, for those of you that don't know what I'm talking about, oops. <laughs> but, um, O'Malley, um, had s- scribbled in Meredith's hand 007. And so it was the way that Meredith reacted that really like touched me the most. It wasn't even the fact that O'Malley died. And so I went to my Facebook and I was like, I just finished season five and I never cried over a show before ever. And like so many and people were just like, oh, you think that was sad? Wait until you see up season 11 episode, whatever. And I'm like, I already know what happens in that season. And I'm fully mentally and physically prepared for what's about to come once I get to season 11, because I do remember that scene happening And I remember it was all over um, the news and the drama news and whatnot. So I'm already prepared for season 11. But I wasn't prepared for Meredith's reaction when it came to O'Malley dying. But um, so long story short, Grey's Anatomy is getting a season 18 and Station 19 is getting a season 5 now before I said that I wasn't really a fan of Station 19. I think it's a boring show. I really do. And so, um, I haven't really like, you know, watched a full episode of it. Um, I will have to say the Police Brutality episode was a really good one, I would have to say. But other than that, I just am not a Station 19 fan, but they are getting a season five, so kudos to them. (laughs) But um, moving on, I think that's all the shows that I can think of right now that are getting renewed for new seasons. Um, Oh, another show to watch, I almost forgot, is called Elite. They just got a season four, and I'm currently on episode six but, um, there's eight seasons in each season, and so every season, except for season two that I believe, someone dies, but that's not really what the show's mainly about, it's, like, about these rich, um, it's about these group of teenagers, um, who go to this private school, and, like, there's a lot of drama within it, and, um, they don't necessarily, like, um, brag about their richness, they don't even talk about how rich they are, they just, like, you know, really have, like, real-life problems, like, they're actually, like, you know, poor, but, like, not necessarily that they're poor, but, like, they definitely do have, um, some problems within their lives, and, um, it takes place in Spain, so, Modernia, Spain, I think it is, so whenever they talk, it seems like they're not talking in English, because when they speak, it's in English, but, when you look at their mouths it seems like they're like overlapping or they're speaking in spanish or whatnot so it might over, it might seem like a lag but in some parts it seems like they're like you know right on with the words but i think they over um they over voice their um characters but overall it's still a good show um in season one someone's sister dies in season three someone's best friend dies and now we're on season four so i would definitely go check that out but um as of right now those are like all the shows that i can think of that are getting renewed for a new season so i want to talk about cancellation shows so there are three shows that come to mind that are canceled two of them are on netflix and one of them was on the air and so i'm gonna start with the one that has one season first so The show that got canceled was I'm Not Okay With This. Now, it's still on Netflix, like, as I speak, but it only has one season, but it was canceled even though it was renewed for a season two, which I thought was super freaking crazy because it's such a good show. It's about this teenage girl who has, like, mind powers and she's trying to learn how to control it. And there's this guy who, like, is watching her because he knows who she is, but she doesn't know who he is. And she doesn't find out. She, She doesn't? not she, okay, he doesn't make an appearance or shows himself to her until the last episode, which then ends with a cliffhanger, and so the show is just, like, over, and now they're not even getting a season two. Now, the reason why, and I did a little bit of research recently because I was thinking about the show, it got canceled because of COVID and... Well, they got approved for a season two during COVID, but the reason why they're not getting a season two and that they canceled the show is because of money, because the more that they had it wait, the more production that they lost, the more money that they lost. It was just a whole stupid, complicated thing. I still think that they could have done a season two, but I mean, you can't leave a show with a cliffhanger and cancel it because that's just going to leave the audience for questions it's gonna leave them pissed off first of all it's gonna leave them wanting questions because it's like one of those cliffhangers that leaves you asking questions it's not like a cliffhanger that's like a oh to be continued type thing or it's like one of those cliffhangers that you actually have um um what's the right word closure with so it's not like a cliffhanger that you can live without this is like a cliffhanger, finger like you need to know who this person is how does she have these mind powers where did where did she get it from and so on and so forth but the show's called I'm not okay with it no I'm not okay with this sorry and it's definitely worth checking out even though there's like maybe like eight episodes or six I think it's eight eight or ten it's still definitely worth checking out but I will warn you though Trigger warning. I will warn you that it's gonna leave you pissed off with the cliffhanger at the end of the um, season. But moving on to this is the end of the effing world. That's another show that left off not with a cliffhanger, but definitely got canceled because there is two seasons. So I'm so no. This it's the end of the effing world is based off of a book series. So that's the only reason why there's two seasons because of the fact that I think it's, there's, it's either there's two parts of the, of the book or there's two different books because there's two seasons. And so in the first season, in order to, in order to understand the second season, you have to watch the first season. So, and it's kind of hard to explain the show. So it's basically like this kid and season one, it's like this kid who has like, a mindset to kill somebody and so he follows this girl around because what he follows this girl around because this girl wanted to like skip and leave town and whatnot and she hates her life and blah 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 and he ends up the more he hangs out with her like the farther along in the show that it goes on the more he ends up like having feelings for her and i do believe that they get married in the season one so um Like I said, in order to understand season 2, you have to watch season 1, so that's pretty much all that I'm going to explain. So, I think that the reason why it's cancelled is because of the fact that there's no other books about the show, so there's nothing really more to, like, produce, or to, like, you know, record. So, It's the End of the effing World is a good, um, it's a good show to watch, there's only two seasons, but it's totally worth it since there's another season, so... One, and then one more show that ended with a huge, huge cliffhanger that got canceled out of nowhere is, I think some of you might know what I'm getting ready to say, Star. Now, Star was produced by the same person who produces Empire, and so Empire has, like, what, over five seasons, and Star only has three. So, Star is such a good show, and it's on Hulu. And so, I think we all know what Star is. It's basically, like, Empire, but completely different. It had Queen Latifah in it. That's the only person that I really know outside of that show. But, um, it was such a good show. It was about this girl group trying to become famous and, like, n- make it in the big scene in Atlanta. And they were just dealing with everyday other problems. And so, it was such a good show. And then at the end of the um, season three, they ended it with a ginormous cliffhanger. A bunch of people got shot up. Um, there was a wedding that got shot up. Some people, some characters got shot at. We don't know if they're alive, if they're dead. One person's grandmother is lying in the kitchen, all shot up and bloody. And it's just, it's just ridiculous. So, um... I will have to say, it's such a good show, so go out and watch it. It's on Hulu, but I will have to say, I will have to tell you though, season three is hard to watch because it ends with a huge cliffhanger that leaves you asking questions, and then out of nowhere, it just got canceled. And they say that they're going to bring it back, but they're going to bring it back in a movie style, so it's going to end off with a movie, but we have nothing, so... And that was, like, over, like, four years ago. So, I don't know what the productions are doing. And so, the reason of the show getting canceled, I believe this is what I read. The guy, the producer of Empire is also the same producer as Star. And so, he said that he wanted to send Empire off with a proper send-off because he was ending Empire. But Empire was losing, like it's goodness, like, it wasn't even that good anymore, it was becoming boring, and then on top of that, way before they even cancelled Star, Jesse Smollett came out with, like, this fake hate, this fake hate gay crime, and put the show in a huge jeopardy, so then they ended up cancelling Star, when they really should have cancelled Empire, and continued on with Star, because there was episodes where they had crossovers with Star and Empire together, but, Hey, I don't know, man. That's just Hollywood. That's just Hollywood, and that's that's how things work. But um, I talked about new shows that are coming out with new seasons. I talked about Cruella, Cruella, and I and we just finished talking about shows that got canceled that were really good. So. With that being said, I want to thank you guys for listening to another episode of Popper Production. I know this might seem like a little quick hot topic, but I will say it's going to be worth it. So just stay tuned for our training today. Okay, guys. So since our hot topic was a little bit short, I have a surprise for you guys. We have not but one, but two trending todays because a lot has happened this past week and the past couple hours of today. So, the first trending today I'm going to start off with is Derek Shelvin and his sentencing trial. So, today, um, Friday, the, what, what is today? Today, June 25th, Derek Shelvin has been sentenced to 22 and a half years in prison, closing a chapter on the case that sparked global outrage and protest. So, I mean, there's nothing more much I could say. I mean, this is just justice that has been served. Now, I do believe that he does not get parole. Um, He was granted credit for time served. Um okay, well, that's, I guess that's okay, I guess that's good. Now, the reason why he got, um, a much lighter sentence is because he's a first-time offender, and, um, that's the law, pretty much to say, like, for first-time offenders, they get off a little bit more easier, but he still, that's still some time to, um, to spend in prison, and I believe, like I said, it's not with parole. Um, Shelvin was convicted in April of second and third-degree murder, as well as second-degree manslaughter. He spoke briefly before the something scene was announced. At the same time, due to some additional legal matters at hand, I'm not able to give a full formal statement. Shelvin said, ooh, let's, he- let's hear what the man had to say. So Sh- Shelvin said, I do not want to give my condolences to the Floyd family. There's going to be some other information in the future that would be of interest, and I hope things will give you some time. I hope, no, I hope things will give you some, some peace of mind. So the sentencing here began with statements from four of the Floyd's family members, Floyd's daughter, Gina, his brother, Terrence Floyd, and, um, Florence Floyd, and his nephew, Brandon Williams, all spoke during the hearing, um, Gina, who ap- who appeared by video, said she asked her father all the time. Um, wait, wait, let me read this. She said she asked about her father all the time. She misses that he is not around to help her brush her teeth at night. That is really sad. Um, I wanted to play with him, have fun, go on a plane ride, the seven-year-old said. Um, George's life mattered, he said. I'm not asking that you please find it suitable to give Officer Shelvin a maximum sentence possible. My family and I have been given a lot have been given a life sentence. So that was that was said by Florence Floyd. I think that's how you pronounce it. I'm not really sure. Um, I want to I want to assume that's the father, but that's all I'm gonna say about that dude. I'm not gonna waste any more breath on him um, because he obviously didn't want to waste any more breath on George Floyd, but justice has been served. So, moving on to Britney Spears, because that has just been what has been talked about the entire week. So, Britney Spears on Wednesday had her court hearing about her cons, um, her cons I'm so sorry for mispronouncing these for her conservative ship, um, conservative ship. Um, She says that she is traumatized, and I believe it. So before I read any further about Britney Spears, I just want to say, like, the stuff that's been, like, on TV about Britney Spears and her father controlling her life with this um, conservatorship is extremely and highly disgusting. Like, the man is in charge of her money, her music career, her music like, everything. Her finances, like, everything. Like, this is, like, the worst nightmare that anybody could ever have when it comes to giving the power of attorney to somebody over something that really doesn't even need to be given. I mean, on the news, they say that that this man is getting a $16,000 weekly o- allowance to be in charge of Britney's, like, financial stuff and just be in charge of Britney, period. And so, um... Let me scroll to see where... Okay, so um, in a 20-minute statement against the conservativeship, she's lived under f- for 12 years. Britney Spears from, sounded off before a, um, a Los Angeles um, pro-date judge Wednesday saying she wants to sue her family and she was abused by a previous therapist among multiple other associations. I've been in shock. I am traumatized," she said during a hearing that was auto-streamed by the court. I just want my life back," she said. She wants the conservat conservativeship, which she feels is abusive, to end without having to be e- evaluated. She also said when she is when she said she was okay in her Instagram post. She shared over like the past year. I was in denial. So that's another thing, too. So Britney Spears has been having, like, an Instagram, like, rampage, just, like, dancing around, trying on different clothes. Like, you can just tell that she's not okay, even though she said that she is okay. And on the news, they said that that she, it was probably, like, her father telling her to say that she's okay, when she's really not. I mean, it's been, like, how long since Britney Spears even dropped an album, let alone a single with somebody on it? Or when was the last time that we saw Britney Spears at an award show? Or when was the last time that we saw Britney Spears, you know, um, in the studio or something like that? So you can tell that something isn't really right with Britney Spears, especially since the fact that she's been on Instagram like crazy, posting pictures of her in costumes, dancing around in her living room. Um, And her boyfriend is quickly to her defense, too. Which, sort of say... So, let me go to a different one with a much longer um, storyline. So, um... The 39-year-old pop icon appeared virtually her remarks in the case mark only the second time the stronger singer has spoken out against her father, James Jimmy um, Spears, in the conservatorship that she has been under since her public breakdown in 2008. Britney Spears... Her father and mother, Lorraine Spears, appeared by telephone during the hearing. When a lawyer tried to object about the hearing being closed due to medical records, Spears injected. Interjected saying they have done a good job at exploiting my life and the way that they've done my life. I feel like it should be an open court hearing and they should listen and hear what I have to say. So, I mean, good for Britney, first of all. And second of all, I mean, her dad, like, said, Oh, yeah, it breaks my heart and I love Britney and blah, blah, blah. Okay, but dude, like, you're making a weekly around- allowance off of this girl, 16000 to be exact. So, You're not going to give two rat's butts about Britney, but I want to continue reading a little bit more. So during her statement to Los Angeles County Supreme Court Judge um, Brenda Penny, she said, I want to end the conservatorship without being evaluated. I have I've been in shock. She added, I am traumatized, you know, fake it till you make it. But now I'm telling you the truth. Okay, I'm not happy. I can't sleep. I'm so angry. It's insane. And I'm depressed. I cry every day. And the reason I'm telling you this is because I don't know how the state of California can have all this written in the court documents from the time I showed up and do obvious and do absolutely nothing. Um, during the ex during the explosive appearance, Spears dropped several bombshells, including the revolution that she had an IUD that she says her family will not let her remove to have another child in that she was given um, lithium at one point by doctors, which she said impaired her. So that was also crazy, too, that they said on the news, which is also extremely disgusting. I mean, you're a 39-year-old woman and you are being told by your parents who are, like, in their 70s or late 60s that you can't have children. Normally, a parent would love for their kids, their older children, to have children so they can have grandkids. I mean, Britney Spears, granted, she has two children now, but, like, she wants more with her current boyfriend. And now that she's, like, you know, stepping up and saying something, and say this case gets lifted and her conservatorship is over and Britney Spears decides to have kids. She is now at high risk for carrying a child at such a late age because carrying a baby in your, like, early 40s, late 30s can be high-risk for pregnancy and miscarriage, and it's... And she's in jeopardy of, like, you know, losing her life, losing the baby's life, and it's just so complicated, which is why it's disgusting and sad, and they should be ashamed of themselves that they don't want grandkids from their child, and that they're doing this to her because she, like I said, she's a 39-year-old woman. She should be able to do whatever the hell she wants to do with her body. But this conservatorship is taking full control out of her life. So... That's completely disgusting. And what else did it said? Um, so she has an IUD inside of her that she can't take out. Oh, and then the whole lithium thing. So um, also in the news, Britney, Spe- there's like a video. Of Britney Spears, she was said that she was forced to do a tour in Los Angeles. No, not Los Angeles, in Las Vegas. And she like there's like this video where she says like she has a hundred and two fever so um and the doctors like and her doctors and therapists forced her to take lithium and she said that she felt drunk so um and on top of that she was forced to do a show that's just too much control and that's just out of hand I don't even know how this all started I don't even know why she's like has no power for her life and it's sad because for my own selfishness I need a new album I need a new song. I need a, a teaser, a trailer, a, a something. I need new music from Britney. And she says that she is not going back to work until the conservatorship is over. And that's all I got to say, because unless this conservatorship is over, we're not getting any new music from Britney Spears. We're not getting anything from her because she will not move unless the case is is lifted and broken off and she has full control of her life back and so I say free Britney and that's how I'm gonna end today's episode I want to thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of Papa Production and until next time free Britney and Papa out